When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Shonen. I am Jared. And my name is Turtle. His name is Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> no, I'm uh, Batman. wait, wait. I got to do the real, the, the real Christian Bale. And I am Turtle. <laughs> Vengeance. <laughs> so much bass. <laughs> tons and tons and tons I'm of from, bass. From Kyle's response, <laughs> yes, it was real bad. It must have been a lot. Must have been a lot. Probably peak. Darkness! <laughs> <laughs> Where is she? Where are the other drugs going? I don't know which one to turn down. <laughs> I swear to God, turn to me. <laughs> All right then. Okay. <laughs> well, today we are going to be revisiting the world of Critical Role. We're going back to Taldor, oh, everybody. Critical Role. We're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Critical role. Critical role. Scanlan's hand. <laughs> We're talking about the Legends of Vox Machina, the whole damn series. It is now fully published. Well, season one. They've season confirmed one. season two. They did. They've confirmed season oh two. Oh my god! I'm so very happy excited. Though. Very very happy. Yeah. So, what did you think about it? Um, fucking amazing is what I thought about it. Good. Good. I'm oh, so it was, glad. Uh, it was absolutely. Abs- okay. Spoilers. So, spo- uh, spoilers ahead. Spoilers. Anyone that hasn't seen Vox Machina or The Legend of Vox Machina. Yeah. Or watched Critical Role or whatever. Anything. <laughs> um, It is. So I love the way they did certain things. Okay. Um, I want to do a shout out to Matt Mercer for one of the things. Oh, uh, I'm so happy because you're, you're very hard on Matt Mercer. Even though you love him as I a player. I love Matt Mercer. I think he's an him. amazing player. I, I was not a huge fan of him as a DM. Yeah. Um. And 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 that's still whole. I I don't know if I'm totally honest. If I'd enjoy running in one of his campaigns, mm-hmm. but that doesn't. You mean... You just need to be a world class voice actor in order to run in one of his campaigns. Well, I'm I'm getting there. I do do audiobooks. Kind of. Kind of. So I'm working yeah, on it. Slowly and my Batman just now there. was pretty on point. I that was think. Spot on. That was spot yeah, on. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and and just like uh Travis uh Willingham Willingham. Uh, I too fall into southern accents for no goddamn reason. Absolutely, no reason. Yes, <laughs> that is tra- well, except for Travis is from like he went to school in Texas. Okay, whatever so excuse you want. He to make loves for him. it. I know. He I loves, love Travis. He loves. He's, he loves he's probably my favorite. He's great. He's, um, he's amazing. Him is Chetney in Campaign Three. <gasps> You're watching Campaign Three? No, no, no. Wait. So I'm not oh. on Campaign Three, okay. but I am watching all of the spoilers the and the okay. clips of Campaign Three. Chetney's my favorite and character. I'm in campaign so three. excited to watch Campaign Three because of Chetney. Yeah, he's my favorite. Um, I'm like I don't know so seven far, or just eight. so you know. Yeah, he has two characters in the season. Oh, I, oh really? Think. Yeah, he has two characters because of something that happens. I'm not going to ruin so, it for you, but both of the characters that he played. Are my favorite because okay. they're both geriatric old men. Oh my god! They're both okay. old dudes that are ridiculous. Well, so I watched old. the whole clip show thing about how uh, his he's obsessed with werewolves. Yes, and Chetney is his first. And when he does the reveal, well, and the rest of the crack cast didn't uh, know that was yes. that's an awesome moment. Yeah, he's been wanting to play a blood hunter werewolf for yep. since he learned that there was such thing as a blood hunter yeah, werewolf. Exactly. So, so um, either way, I. Uh, I, I'm I'm like I'm a big fan of his and I yeah. like I love that kind of that kind of stuff. I'm I'm only on like episode six or no I think I'm on episode seven of campaign two. Campaign two. Yeah. Are you liking it more than than? I love the, it a lot more than campaign okay, one. Cool. There, there's something a campaign one. The characters it was good. It was built up of like something. Once again, about it was like Tolkien. It was campaign yeah. one was Tolkien. Yeah, campaign two seems like at least Matt Mercer got more into the presentation of D and D. Yeah. 
made it more camera slash podcast friendly. Yes. And, and the characters were really are really great in campaign too. Oh my god, yeah. Um I love Caleb and Nah and like Caleb is such a complex character. Oh, yeah. It's so, so amazing. But and, all uh, of them are great. And Jester is absolutely fucking hilarious. Jester is adorably amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, just so far, it's just a, it's it's really good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But back to, back to Legend, Legend of Vox, Vox Machina. Um, this, this season was so incredible. Mm-hmm. And the, the callback, so what brought me to this was the callback, the call out to Matt Mercer. Yeah. Uh, is how he brought pike in which i know mechanically he did mm-hmm. from in game because uh because she was filming ashley blindside. johnson is yeah offsite onsite offsite onsite, yeah. whatever and she was there for it via video call i believe yes yeah, she was skyping which which hilariously used to go out a lot yeah so they would play into they'd be like pike where'd you go <laughs> all the time yes yeah she and would so, text like one there was one entire episode where her where skype went down mm-hmm. and she just texted in what she was gonna do next oh my god yeah, so she literally was just like, so I'm going to check this now. And mm-hmm. then Matt would get so they'd be like, so Pike goes over and checks that now. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. It was great. Um, yeah, so the, like the whole, okay, she's, she's you know, astral projecting, astral projecting. in to help them because God is, knows they needed a cleric. Yeah, which is the, what they did in the show. And I, yeah. I was thinking, are they going to change it or are they going to keep it? Yeah. And the fact that they kept it 100% oh, I, how I it was in that, stream. Yeah was yeah. amazing it was so good and she had the most badass introduction she nuked that zombie yeah. army which is what she did in the stream and i was yeah. like please please still do it please yeah. still do it and they did it yeah. and i was happy yeah and the world was right yes so i have to ask in the last episode that we talked about this mm-hmm. you talked about some characters that you didn't like too much and yeah. one of them was my boy percy yeah how you feeling about my boy percy now still not a huge fan of still percy. not a huge fan is it because I, he's so he's quintessentially edgelord fucking edgelord he's very he's such a like i don't hate percy don't get me wrong he mm. did grow on me a little bit yeah there's a couple and i get i get it i get it he was oh he was possessed by a demon kind uh, of he's thing. possessed by a demon and he was tortured while he was a child yeah and like his I get family it. there's, there's a bunch of stuff that goes to it <laughs> and yeah, yeah sure uh I'm, I'm gonna be totally honest uh and i'm not i'm not shitting on uh what's his face talison talison yeah but I don't love Percy, and I'm you know, Molly's probably my least favorite in <gasps> campaign two. Oh my goodness, Molly! So, I love Molly. So, and and if I'm actually totally honest, even more, the parts I've seen in campaign three don't really care for his character either. So I'm thinking it's just a him thing, okay, and not necessarily. And this is if he ever by chance hears this, just know. Uh, I was going to be really spicy just to be spicy. <laughs> I was just going to be like, just no, fuck you, Talisman. No, I don't no. feel that way at all. I just, I'm not, I don't love the His characters character I've choices. seen so far. Yeah. They're just not my style. They're not your cup of tea. Yeah, they're not what I get really in- engaged with. And that's yeah. not, that doesn't mean they're not good. Clearly, they're your fucking favorite. Yeah, like Percy in particular. Uh, yeah. Molly wasn't my favorite. I loved I loved Molly as a character. Yeah. Um. Uh. He ha- He plays another character. Uh, at another point where he's a cleric. Okay. Um, and his character was actually completely different from Molly, completely different from Percy. Completely well, maybe I'll like that one. I haven't seen that one Ashton yet. in yeah. campaign three, where he's a really, really chill dude. Mm-hmm. And his backstory is actually really, really happy, which is weird for okay. D&D, where yeah. it's like he comes from like a loving home like just perfect and has everything. parents yeah. and he loves his family. Mm-hmm. And so his character where he's pay- playing a cleric is actually really, really good. He was, he was one, another one of my favorite parts of that. So but. every interaction I see with him, I mm-hmm. like him as a person. Yeah. I'm just characters. I'm not. Yeah. So that I've seen the characters that I've seen, because I've never even seen the cleric one yet. So mm-hmm. I think, I think you'll end up liking that character yeah, once you do see it. That'll be but, the redeemer. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but it is a hundred percent of mm-hmm. one eighty from all the other characters mm-hmm. that even in like the one shots that he's done, like the, mm-hmm. the Christmas one shot. Yeah. The, uh, what other ones we did? Did you yeah, watch the Sam Regal one shot with the raccoon fat two raccoon or I saw, two trash two furious or whatever yeah, it was? I saw parts of like I've seen parts of the one shots. Yeah. Um just like I've seen a f- couple of the one shots fully through. I, I but, love that concept yeah. of like one of the cast members now does their own yeah, campaign. Yeah, pretty much every cast member has run mm-hmm. a, a, a run a game. Yeah, they've done yeah. they've done a one shot each and every single one of them. But you know, I mean, I, I I can see that you still would have your reservations about Percy. He hasn't opened up as mm-hmm. a person yet. Now, some of the clips I've seen with him later on, mm-hmm. uh, w- with him and 
Vex? Yes, him and Vex. Yeah. I, I had to think Vex or Vax. I got it is um it is the it was the bane of Matt's existence. Yeah, It'll be the bane of everybody I'm else's. Sure. Uh that was that was those look good. So I mean yeah. past this season, and I believe I just heard today or yesterday that season two was confirmed. Mm-hmm. Uh so past this season, and like I said, I didn't hate Percy, I just didn't love He just Percy. you didn't like him as much I didn't as everybody with else. Percy very much. Um, maybe season two, I'll be like, Percy I, season. He, I feel like he's going to open up into more of his new personality because yeah. he, he was tortured. Yeah. Well, there's a whole, like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a, a girl on YouTube that, that does like music and she makes like critical role songs. Yeah. And she did a song for everybody in campaign two originally. Mm-hmm. And now she's doing campaign one and okay. she just did Percy's song. And there was an amazing line, um, in that song. I'm probably going to butcher it. I'm just going to, I'm going to paraphrase it. But it is it's it said that it's hard to see a future when you're stuck living in the past, well, and that is yeah. that that's Percy that's in a Percy nutshell. A in this. Yeah, yeah, like he can't be who he needs to be. He can't be anybody else other than an instrument of vengeance because yeah. the only thing that he sees every time he looks at anything. Yeah, because just think about all the times where when they were sitting around the campfire and he completely killed mm-hmm. the fucking vibe. You yeah. know, the who's the most dangerous person that you ever went up against, and he was just like, "We're about to meet him, and mm-hmm. you're all going to go up against him too." Yeah, like he killed that vibe because mm-hmm. that's all he can think about at um, this moment. Related to the most dangerous person you could go about to go up against. Yeah. Grog diving into fucking acid. <laughs> yes. The moment the moment in the show where you just see clothes drop, dive. Yeah. I'm like, at least he was smart enough to take off his to clothes. To take his clothes off, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was just go in yep. just raw dog. That was a good that yeah. was a good hole. Goliath butt cheeks yep. on screen. Goliath assholes. <laughs> and just the chunks of flesh coming wow. off. Because he was diving into, into acid. And, I mean, and and in the show, I believe in the in the in the podcast, like you he's taking insane massive damage. damage massive damage and only by the the fucking prayers of pike yeah did he manage to not and rage and rage. Oh, no actually wait i don't know if no, rage, rage did, acid he, damage. I, he didn't even rage because rage wouldn't even half rage i don't think should half acid damage yeah. so he just just took it yeah yeah it was it there, there was so many heroic moments in the show mm-hmm. like things that highlighted each character and mm-hmm. i think I think it did it perfectly. Yeah. Like it really, there there was like a little bit, you know, like, you know, Vax had great scenes and Vax had Keyless, high scenes. Uh, Keyless had shit so and, many, yeah. so many things, which is great because I, I liked her character from the stream mm-hmm. and I feel like she got so much unnecessary you, you, hate. You talked about this, that there was a lot of hate for her. So there? much. So, it was so much. Because I liked her stuff from the show. Yeah. I liked her stuff from the show. Yeah. And I, I liked... The parts and clips I've seen of the streams, so I don't know mm-hmm. where all the hate came from. There's two things. They there oh, maybe more than two things. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many things I'm about to say, but <laughs> there was there's an people, undetermined amount. There's an of things. undetermined amount of things. Uh, people said that one she metagamed. Okay, which everyone metagames. Everyone metagames to something. Everybody metagames. Chetney Travis, there it's campaign three. Yeah, and he metagamed the shit out of an encounter that he was the only one there to witness because he couldn't remember none of the fucking details and didn't Ex- take notes. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, in campaign two, they created a thing called the metagame pigeon, mm-hmm. where they would just go. Mm-hmm. Remember that you have that. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. like metagaming just happens, and I think the fans have kind of become more chill with it, mm-hmm. where they're like, okay, yeah, if everybody's doing it, I guess it's not yep. really that big of a deal. But so people had an issue with her because they said that she was metagaming. Gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, people had an issue with her because they said that she tried as a character to sound smarter than she was, and sometimes it would railroad some things. Which okay. yes, but she's trying to become a leader, so she yeah. would interject herself also, and if you're try playing to do a that. Smart character, you're not necessarily as smart as your super genius character. Yeah, maybe you know you're not gonna. That's a <laughs> difficult play. Yeah, I have a lot of friends that play high charisma characters, and they are not high charisma. So you're just like I say something charismatic. Yeah, you got to be like you got to give them, you know, let them yeah. try. You want them to try and yeah. role play it, but you know, give them some benefit of the doubt. Not everyone's gonna be able to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Same with wisdom. Same with strength, dexterity, whatever. You're not expecting them to literally lift up the boulder when their character can. Yeah. But you know that that's what's happening in the game. Yeah. Just like you're not expecting them to really solve a complex mathematical equation mm-hmm. or know what the fuck they're talking about yeah. if they don't have the intel to back it up. You're not expecting them to give you know, a general speech exactly. just because. Exactly. Just because their character's trying mm-hmm. to do it. But yeah, so that was a lot of things. And then other people said that, that Matt showed her... Um, 
favoritism because really they're married. Um, no, he, I haven't did, seen he that did at it. All. He did give her a really cool, like he did create a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff for her. Mm-hmm. But as his wife, yeah, yeah, let let him create whatever the fuck even he the wants stuff to I've seen, even the stuff I've seen of, of campaign one, like I, Matt generally favors the group. I think, yeah, if anyone can be like. Matt shits on me, and it's Sam. Oh, and, yeah. And it's because it's comedic, and Sam yeah. goes with it. And Sam earns it. Sam yeah. purposely tries to break he Matt goes, yeah. so that Matt will, yeah, Matt will do some funny shit in yeah. return. No, like if he's, he it, this only person to, Matt is not like constantly favoriting is yeah. Sam, and that works out hilariously. Yeah, yeah. But even, like, and that is the thing with the the dm the dming style of matt Mm -hmm. matt is all about i want my friends to have fun yeah and i'm willing to make things create things but at the same time i know that if i deny certain things Mm -hmm. they're gonna end up still having more fun yeah because he has been like no it's not how that works yeah and and he's like i know you're trying to fuck with me yeah and i know you're trying to break it Mm -hmm. like in campaign two caleb has the uh what the hell is it called keen and uh the keen keen mind yeah, yeah, where he, he like always know, he can always remember stuff always mm-hmm. other thing. and he was trying to use it in a way and and matches goes keen mind isn't he's like keen mind isn't a solve all for literally anything yeah that involves remembering anything he's yeah. like you're not gonna remember while while swimming underwater on fire like under attack all yeah. these things he's like with your adrenaline going you're not gonna remember everything perfectly mm-hmm. just because oh i remember i took yeah. a left here <laughs> I watched a whole thing about that, about Caleb from, um, I think actually it was Philip DeFranco. Okay, yeah. I love Philly D. Yeah. And um, he w- had he did like a Matt Mercer interview podcast. Yes, interview on, uh, the, on uh, the, his other, his podcast Yeah, his podcast show. one. He did he did one with uh, Marisha too, I think. I think so, yeah. yeah. And um, during the interview, he's like, has your, have your characters ever really <laughs> messed you up? And the, and the example Matt gave was Liam mm-hmm. being Caleb. He's like, yeah, because I have all of this stuff planned. And then Liam... We'll be like, I look for a bookstore. I'm gonna start <laughs> reading this book. I need titles yeah. and this and makes Matt whip out like a bookstores and raunchy porn book titles yeah. and like yeah, you know, uh, what was it? Tusk Love Tusk and Love. shit like Tusk that. Love. Yeah, Tusk Love, which is by the way, a, a stereo a trope now. Yeah. But like what I happened? Think it, I think it's in Legends of Vox Machina. I, I do not. It was in Gilmore's oh, shop. Oh, you're right. Yeah, there was as the, it the, was panning, mm-hmm. it was Tusk right, Love. They, they added a bunch of Easter eggs yeah. for later stuff. And so, like, you know, it's something mad to pull out of his ass last yeah. second because Liam is like diving into <laughs> yeah. these details. He's like, Tell me what books are there. Yeah. What can, can I you pick give up? me a snippet of the story, old bookshop keeper? I open it to the middle of the book exactly. <laughs> Tell me what I'm reading. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff yeah. he did. Yeah. Which is funny because like in in Legends of Vox Machina, the character that Liam is playing mm-hmm. is very much not like oh, that. No, no, not very at all. much. What did you think about Vax? Um because I know Vax was one of the ones where you're like, he's cool, but with his sister. So yeah, he um did he open up at all, especially with his whole burgeoning love for Keyleth? I I enjoyed that? his development and the yeah, once once we got past the first couple episodes, I liked that he kind of there was definitive separation between him and mm-hmm. him and his sister. Yes. And so they weren't just one entity basically functioning. It was yeah. it was he was separate and had his own goals and it she didn't agree with Vex. him. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't she didn't agree with him and it was yeah, it was. It was. It there was, was some friction, yeah. and the, there was some like pandering where um, he's like, "Oh, because I'm talking to you. Yeah, I'm gonna say that I'm not yeah. gonna do that." Yeah, I like that he got charmed again, and like yes. there was a lot of there's a lot of that kind of play on stuff, and I did really enjoy that that mm-hmm. part of the character. Uh, he's still not my favorite by any stretch. Yeah, uh, but he was. I'm still. I'm think to still to this point, Scanlan is my Scanlan's favorite. Scanlan's gonna be. What did you think about? It was literally referred to as Scambo. When in the fucking, stream when he one manned yeah the whole the that whole, whole fucking house yes uh amazing mm-hmm. uh amazing that was almost like one for one what yeah. happened yeah like during the street it i was like there's no way that they're gonna focus as much on it mm-hmm. as they did yeah and have all the things that happen mm-hmm. and i mean i will say like some of the things were changed like some of the things that he did with a potion in this yeah were just done with a spell yeah but i loved how they did that how mm-hmm. they did like the enlarge yeah reduce well, so they, they, did a, they did a nod to the spell thing because he did the potion and or he did the scroll he did the scroll that's the what scroll. he ended up doing and he was like i'm gonna have to remember that and i think that's a nod to him learning a new spell yeah later on for yeah. it um but 
that was just absolutely incredible. And the Triceratops. The Triceratops and just the fire breathing. and Yeah. Um, it was just so good. And I will, I will always remember that scene from the stream mm-hmm. because that's how it ends up. It ends up with them on a roof mm-hmm. where it's, you have a gnome versus a Goliath. Yeah. And the Goliath has taken tons of damage mm-hmm. and dished out a decent amount. But, you know, Scanlan is Scanlan. He, he, he's yeah. able to pull things out of his ass. Yeah. And just him... Like the house about to explode, mm-hmm. and him just being like, "I just dive off." Yeah, and he just catches himself with Bigby's hand, Bigby. which has now been reskinned as Scanlan's hand. hand. I know it's, I know it's Bigby's hand. I've called it Bigby's hand for, yeah. but I've never loved Bigby's hand. Yeah, now it's Scanlan's hand. Yeah, and That's Scanlan's just, hand is great. Scanlan's hand, Scanlan's <laughs> hand is amazing. Scanlan's hand has so much more use and role play potential than Bigby's hand yeah. did in my mind. It's also his mage hand. I noticed, yeah, because so, he does mage hand, yeah. and it's. Scanlan's hand. They kind of like wrapped them together. Yeah. And it's just a thing he does. Yeah. Um, but when he wants to do big stuff, it's Big B's. And when yeah. he wants to do small stuff, it's, it's just Maze Mage hand. hand. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, it's all flavor. Yeah. So. And Matt is big on, you know, flavor it however you want. Yeah. And make exactly. it work with your character. Yep. What do you think about the little Easter egg that Dungeons and Dragons exists in? Because the guards are playing Xandria. it. Yes. Hilarious. He, he, what, he goes through the door and they're just like. He's, he's like, that's going to be six damage to. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. The whole show was just really on point. It was littered with a lot of really cool things for nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think if I was watching it from the perspective of someone oh. that one didn't see the stream and two didn't really know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I think I still would have enjoyed it. It still is basic fantasy stuff enough that yeah. you're not going to get totally lost in the mechanics mm-hmm. but with enough of the nods to the mechanics they're like i can look in and go well i know they're doing this and yeah I know they're doing be that. like pike just did destroy undead yeah exactly, exactly. she they just pop did, in and she just did sacred weapon yeah. she, like, scanlon's using inspire like, yeah i get like i can see like the the roots to those things yeah uh, i do want to talk about uh because I, I need your i need your knowledge on this because okay. i haven't seen campaign one gotcha pike mm-hmm uh, the whole thing where she goes to the temple and is trying to talk to the light is that not in it at all. So I assumed <laughs> I, I made I, watching it. I assumed this was them covering up where Pike was. Yes. And that Pike really wasn't there. And they may or may not have ever mentioned it, but mm-hmm. definitely didn't role play it. I think I think Matt and Ashley have had like, talked about conversations it or- about like, what do you think you were doing mm-hmm. in this time? Mm-hmm. Because Pike literally like Pike wasn't as torn about faith mm-hmm. in the earlier. So they streams. kind of played that up from the beginning. So they must have yeah. storyboarded that of like, yeah. So like the, the, you know what she needed to do. Cause I think she was originally like, or maybe it's later on. She was rebuilding a, a temple, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah. So like she didn't have as much conflicts of faith yeah. as, it came up in the show, mm-hmm. but I, I I liked how they did that. The yeah, fact that absolutely. she lost her connection mm-hmm. completely and it was yeah. all all was, in her head. It was all it. in her head. She was doing it to herself. Yeah, I did too. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. So it was. I I think it was really well done. But I think that they they probably did have a conversation on what do you think they, was happening. They must have like yeah planned if not if not while they were filming for this show planned it out obviously to like yeah. this is what could make sense in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, I just wanted to see if there was any part of it that did show up before, if this was totally new fabrication. No, completely new. Okay. Um, it, it's, you know, whenever she came back and when mm-hmm. she did the astral projection, it was kind of glanced over. Yeah. It was always like, she's doing some Saren Ray shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's like, oh, guys, I just really got to go do that right now. I mm-hmm. wish I could stay. Mm-hmm. It was almost like Ashley saying to her friends, be like, man, I really wish I could keep playing with you guys, well, but I got to I gotta and, bounce. And, at the, at, and the campaign, I've seen a couple of those clips where like, she is, they're like, they're like, what are you, what are you doing? Are you, are you, you going to be, you like, I forget what they were referencing. Yeah. But they're like throwing shade at like what her job was. Yeah. While yeah. she's like, no, no, it's nothing like that. I'm not going to a theater production or anything like, or something like, <laughs> yeah, something, something along those lines. I can't remember what it was now. But. In campaign two, due to the fact that that Blindside was ending, mm-hmm. they straight up make jokes about it. Oh yeah, like they straight because I know Blindside's about like they find a girl in like a like a bag or something. Yeah, like that's like a big part of like the first sure, episode. I have no idea about Blindside. And is. so they like literally mentioned that they're like, oh, it's not like you found a girl in a bag or anything like <laughs> that. And be like, oh man, jeez. It's almost like you have a giant blind side about that part of your life. <laughs> <laughs> See, that makes so much yeah. more sense because I remember that line, mm-hmm. and I did not know she, that she was on blind side. I just yeah. knew she was doing other roles. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, they they threw yeah. so much shade. Yeah, oh yeah, but yeah. Um, so I know you mentioned 
Percy and his demon and everything like yeah. that. Um, and as you know, of course, like he, or well, you probably don't know this, but he isn't multi-classed. He's a hundred percent the map made. He's a hundred percent fighter gunslinger subclass. So like that's yeah. what he is. Um, and then he, Matt made that gunslinger subclass. Yes, didn't he? made it for him. I know. I, do you know how I know about this gun? This gunslinger subclass. Yeah, because Be- you said that you had a friend that played. Yeah, because right? because my edge lord friend wanted to play the fucking Matt Mercer gunslinger subclass. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I didn't know anything about. I forget who ran it. I might I might have ran it, or, or my uh, my other my brother did. But yeah, uh, I remember he tried so hard to break this class. And he did it with magical. I feel like you probably you probably can. Oh, it's, but, uh, you can break anything, really. Yeah, but. you can if you try hard enough. But no, he wasn't. He you know he very much is like a warlock, right? There. Yeah. Like it makes sense that he has warlock abilities. Yeah. And he does, but it was a ma- his magic initiative feat. Yeah. So like he has magic initiate for warlock. So you know that really a lot of what he can do. Yeah. Not really what he was doing. Yeah. But I feel like the flavor of... Oh, they did it really well for the show. Fighting, literally fighting the demon. Yeah. Was great. And I I loved the moments of him pointing a gun at somebody Mm -hmm. and just going, I don't want to do this, crying, and the finger slowly pulling the trigger. Yeah. What did you think of that conflict? So that part was good. I liked Mm. that he was... You know, whatever. You, and you can kind of see, like, if you're watching, you can see, like, failed a will save, passed a will save, yeah. failed a will save, <laughs> passed a will save. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, oh, what's the next one going to be? <laughs> like, I, I like, yeah. I did really enjoy it. Um, That was probably my favorite part of Percy. Mm-hmm. Not anything with his family. I didn't care for his sister. I didn't really like. His sister's, yeah, his sister's a good character, but she's I did, like. Eh. I, I didn't really care for his oh, dramatic backstory and the killing everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But You're the, like everyone in D&D has a tragic yeah, backstory. This is, this, is, this, is. Is, this is paint by numbers, but D&D. Yeah. Uh, but I did really enjoy the conflict with the demon. And, and um, what was it? Uh, Ripley? Scanlan just oh, chucking Scan- the, the gun oh, into the acid. Yeah. That is how that is kind of how it happens. Yeah. In the stream. Okay, how's that happen in the stream? In the stream, they're they don't think because in the stream, a magic initiate doesn't give you so much access Mm -hmm. to the power that like your patron can live through you. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Yeah. So no one knew about Orthax. Mm -hmm. No one in the party knew. Yeah. They you know, of course, the players knew. Yeah. But no one, you know, no one had a high enough perception mm-hmm. role to catch. Oh, there's black smoke coming off him right now. Yeah, they were just like, dude, why you keep acting weird every time mm-hmm. you do these things? Yeah, and Scanlan was the only one to kind of notice okay. that it's like he's acting really, really weird. Yeah, he's like, I feel like we gotta get. He's like, I, we probably shouldn't have that gun anymore. Mm-hmm. Every time he acts weird, he's using that gun. He does yep. weird stuff with the gun. But everybody's like, ah, no, it's probably just Percy being Percy. Mm-hmm. And Scanlan was just like, mm, I don't know. He does kind of get his hands on it. Yeah. And once he gets his hands on it, then he's just like, hey, Percy, can I see that really quick? Bup, bup. Oh, it's in the acid. <laughs> okay. And then Percy, I think, actually wasn't even there for it. Yeah. And then <laughs> he's just like, so where's my gun, Scanlan? And he's like, oh, it's... It's gone. Uh-huh. It's melted in the acid. Oh my god! Which I kind of do like how they're like, how he's just like, no, it's fine. Mm-hmm. He's like, I beat the demon. Yeah, there's totally no way that that thing is still is still in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And Scala just throws it in, and the demon pops out of the acid. And be like, no way. Huh? Yeah, no way. Yep. Yeah, no, no yeah. way possible. Yeah, you just build another. Yeah, but uh, hmm. okay, I'm trying to think because you you covered. You covered the things that you like, the, the, how the characters have been growing mm-hmm. on you. Because this is what this really is about. Of course, I was going to love this show. Well, yeah, you have all that <laughs> time and, and, you know, investment into it. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to really see what you thought about well, it. Well, so I'm hooked. I'm hooked enough to the point that I'm now watching a ton of other Critical Role shit, a podcast I was not interested in before this. Yeah. And like, I we've think talked that's about it. Ama- yeah, like, yeah. I'm a big D&D person. I could not have given a single fuck about Critical Role yeah. before the Legend of Vox Machina. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing. And yeah. I feel like that's that that's a testament to how well it was done. Yeah, absolutely. But uh it's uh 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think, because there's something that I, I I remember watching it, and I was just like, I need to ask Turtle what he was going to think about this. Mm. Um, there is one thing that irritated me. Okay, and what I will was that? say, and it's only as only as um, a watcher of the stream will you know this. Mm-hmm. When Silas was beat mm-hmm. in the stream, mm-hmm. how it was done was super intense. Okay. Which this was super intense, mm-hmm. and I loved it. Yeah. He was beaten pretty much the same way, mm-hmm. where it was a sun ray. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but how it was done in the stream, uh, Mar- uh, at one point, Marisha has to move the sunbeam mm-hmm. to hit him because he's yeah. avoiding it. He, yeah. he wasn't grappled. Yeah. So he's avoiding it. And she doesn't have the ability to move it all the way. Because, you know, you can only move it. Yeah. You know, what is it? Like like 15, 20 feet? 20 feet around yeah. or something like yeah. that with a bonus action. With a bonus action. Something like that. So he, you know, with his vampire movement, was able to move yeah, super no far problem, away from yeah. it. So he moved super far away. And she couldn't get it all the way over to her or to him. But what she could do was get it to Pike. And Pike has her shield. Oh. And Pike literally used her shield to reflect the yeah. beam. At Silas. Okay. And that's how Silas got killed. Okay. And I was really hoping, like, I was really, so I get, really I hoping get why for they that. did the grog thing. Yeah. Because uh, if you have any concept of D&D rules, mm-hmm. that is a big stretch for the it shield is. spell. Yeah. The shield of faith. That well, is, no, no. It was just her legitimate shield. Oh, just a regular metal yeah, it was, shield. It was her that's shield. That's still a huge stretch yeah. for what a shield can do. Yeah. And the sunbeam. Yeah. Uh, it's not... I can see why they opted to have a, yeah. a fucking Piccolo moment or Kakra, <laughs> Piccolo and Goku moment yeah. with uh, Silas and Grog and everything. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. It's just there There was a part of me that was like, I really hope that they do this. And then they didn't do it. And I was like, I still love it. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wish that yeah. Pike got, you know, because Pike really did get highlighted. In yeah. This. And I, 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 I like that they did the, that. The other thing. Sorry. No, that's cool. The other thing is that. I think Grog needed a little more screen time at that point. He spent the first half of the fight basically out un- of it. Yeah, he was like unconscious almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I think, I don't know if that was, I'm try- I don't, like I said, I didn't see the stream, but that to me looked like he got dropped early on mm-hmm. and then like made a nat 20 to get back up or something. Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, he freaking, he, he just jumped into a vat of acid. Yeah, yeah, so he, he was already hurt. an insane mm-hmm. number of damage yeah. right before that encounter. Yeah, so like I, I, I watched it thinking, they weren't taking a long rest yeah, in the hallway before exactly. going to the ziggurat. I watched it thinking, well, Grog got dropped because he got dropped because he already went into that way more hurt than everyone else. Yeah, and he got hit by magic. And not he got hit yeah, by magic, magic. So he's yes. down. And then when he gets back up, I'm like, probably rolled a nat 20 on his death save. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's been so long since I've seen it. Like, I, it's been legitimate. I think like four, you don't remember all four and a half years. 48 solid hours of this campaign jared i'm disappointed in you but yeah it's it's been it's been like four and a half years this campaign this story of a campaign yeah this story of the campaign yeah Yeah, no no i'm sorry i'm I'm fucking Mm -hmm. up i don't remember that far back yeah but uh but no so like i don't remember exactly what he did but i do i do think yes he did need more screen time yeah especially because of how amazingly travis plays oh yeah absolutely it's it you, you can't just have him not doing anything and yeah. I liked to see him going back up against mm-hmm. Silas. I yeah. liked like to see that. I, I liked, liked that matchup. Yeah, I liked hearing him just be like, "Oh, I can take it," mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and just being like, "Hit me." Everything about it was great. Yeah, it was it was it was really really well done. I love that he's a blood sword. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that that comes. I'm sure into it will. play some more. I don't it's know. It's definitely you... not a cursed blade or anything. Yeah, no. I don't know if you noticed that look right there yeah. and that that very obvious failed wisdom yeah, save. Yeah, I. I've never seen a cursed blade in my life. Picks it up, throws Cursed it blade? What is that? Those don't exist in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Every magical item is a good magical mm-hmm. item. Yep. It's not like we had a gun that had a demon in it or no, anything no, like that. Nothing like that. Why would this vampire lord have a cursed blade? <laughs> don't be yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And that that is, I will say, it leads to a lot yeah. of 
hilarity. Awesome. In coming times, mm -hmm. because Grog isn't smart enough. No. Grog is... Anybody who does who's never watched the stream doesn't know his stats. Mm -hmm. Grog has such low intelligence, he can't read. He's... He, he was polymorphed into a giant eagle at one point and got, and he got smarter. smarter. Yeah. Well, because isn't it like, I, so isn't it like his stats in there, like his intel's a six? And six. Giant eagles have a, like a 10 intel or something? They have an eight. 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 They have an eight. A giant eagle is as intelligent as normally your lowest stat would be. Yeah. But he rolled a six and said he didn't want to change it. Yeah. He was told that at a six, you can't read. Yeah. So he played into it. I think he get, at one point gets up to a seven because yeah. he learns how to read. Yeah. Like that's I, how there's a role play it. with that with like Pike trying to teach him. Yeah. Pike teaches about how to read. spell his name and read and yeah. stuff like that. So he gets up a to bit. a seven. But yeah, so with someone with that low of intelligence and that low of wisdom, yeah. with that low of intelligence, you're not going to know, hey, maybe I shouldn't fuck around with yeah. this. You're just going to be like, oh, sword. Yeah, was, uh, <laughs> and his wisdom is also pretty low. Yeah. So what? any check for being charmed, oh, he's just, just not. He's yeah, charmed. Just, uh, yeah, it happens. Yeah. Oh, actually, that does remind me. What did you... Uh, the silver uh, tongue, like, dude? Yes, the silver yeah. tongue fight. Mm -hmm. What did you think of that? Because I loved that. Well, I thought it was really good. Um, I, I was, I was, I'll be a little honest here Okay. on that episode. I was drunk. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I remember big chunks of it. I don't remember a lot of the dialogue. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I did really like it. I love that they just tore his fucking tongue out and then they're like, yeah. what do you have? Well, apparently only that tongue because <laughs> <laughs> just no loot. Yeah. Um, I liked the, uh, the animate armors, mm -hmm. which is, I'm just assuming like suits of animate. Yeah. Armor. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, I, I feel like I don't know. I don't know from the stream. My my own knowledge on D and D. I remember thinking like I feel like these suits of armor are being played up as tougher than they would be. Yeah, definitely for like for sure. A hundred percent. I keep remember. I keep. I remember watching it and being like, just attack the frog dude. Like just stop fucking around. Yeah. Kill him. Yeah. And and my brother that I was watching it with was like, yeah, there's there's you know reasons they don't do it from the gameplay, and I'm like. Yeah, I don't know about that. Like, just, they're not portraying those reasons well in the show. Yeah, yeah. There's a ample opportunity to whip a I dagger mean, at this dude. He was very fast. He did dodge bullets. Oh, that's true, point. I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, they did try to kill yeah, him right off the bat. I suppose. And he was just like, nope. I also, I, I, I loathe villains that love to monologue. Oh, but that was his whole personality. I know, that was his whole thing. <laughs> So as he starts talking, I'm like, just fucking kill him, please. I do love Percy's whole, like, stalling tactic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just being like, one thing that I appreciate is that you give enough time to figure it out. Yeah. And he just ricochets the bullet, mm -hmm. which I was like, that was cool. Because that, that was played cool. up that to how cool Percy's intelligence, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's like, all right, well, I'm fucked. Mm -hmm. I got all my friends about to kill me. Yep. What do I do? I don't want to hurt any of them. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? I'm going to bounce the bullet a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that was it, it. Was a really good fight. Mm. Um, it wasn't by far my favorite, but I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I, I I will say I that think I liked Scambo more. Do you know what actually ended up being? Yeah, Scambo was a great one. But do you know what ended up being one of my favorite fights mm -hmm. was against the Shades in the the fourth episode of the or no fifth or sixth. Okay. The I, one I where forget. they're in their keep. Oh, and the yes, shades come that was a and really assassinate good fight. every single that guard. That was a really good fight. That and was that incredible. Was, I was watching that go, and I know exactly what these shadows are. Yeah. I know. I've had, I have a friend that every campaign he's died in. You that, told me that. Yeah. That he yeah. Dies he's by died every from time. shadow. Yeah. And, and I've, made a, I've made a promise that if I ever kill him, it's going to be by shadow just to keep the trend going. You know, even if a dragon's there, a shadow shadow's will pop, gonna out pop up. Dragon shadow, you're really fucked now. <laughs> like, that's it. And I know, I know all the, the mechanics behind it because I know the shadows pretty well. And yeah. That scene was awesome and terrifying i was like there's so much like of course they're not gonna die mm -hmm. they're the main characters yeah they're not gonna go anywhere but the tension that it built mm -hmm. and how every how the 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 artists mm -hmm. set up the cinematography basically mm -hmm. for every single thing it had a real sense of like a yeah. good horror yeah like it was a, it was a, a good it was horror, horror episode yeah absolutely. and it was very well done the 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 buildup of anticipation and and you know not knowing what's going to happen next yeah. was super high through the roof and i think i think that oddly was my favorite fight 
of everything. Plus also the fact that none of them had weapons. <laughs> yeah, they were all screwed. They had no weapons. They had yeah. no magic, which could is the only thing that's going to hit the shadows. Yeah. Scanlan didn't have his have his instruments, so he didn't have a focus. Yeah. Pike was, you know, tapped out because she couldn't do anything. She couldn't access any of her cleric stuff. Um, Ranger freaking powers aren't going to do shit. Yeah, um, Ranger powers didn't do And, like, the only person that could do anything was uh, Pike, and she just had no faith at the time. Yeah, so she's going to do Jack. Yeah. So I think that that was, that was really well orchestrated from beginning to end, I and agree. that ended up being one of my favorite. Yeah. So... Best way to, to finish our talks about this. Out of 10, what are you giving it? The show as a whole? As a whole. Now that you've seen beginning, middle, end. I've seen the whole first gave it a, season. You gave it a six and a half, I think. Or a 6.2 or something. I'm, I'm going to give it a solid seven and a half. Now, mm. mind you, that sounds low. Except I don't rank shows very high. Yeah. Ever. I've only had a couple of like eight or nine. Yeah. I don't know if I can ever even think of a 10. For a show, we haven't really talked about many shows. We've talked mm-hmm. about movies and yeah. movies have gotten up there. Movies, movies have gone up there. Yeah. Because I like full, complete stories. Yeah. Shows, a, a show for it to really hold me and get a good rig, mm-hmm. the whole story has to be worth it. Yeah. I, gra- I grade on the arc, not the episode. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so like none of the old shows matter because they were all episodic. Yeah. And, and, only until recently have we really done season arcs for shows, yeah. like recently in time, like the last yeah. 10, 20 years. Yeah. And a lot of them have not been amazing. Mm-hmm. There are some that are really good. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, seven and a half is really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I give it like a solid seven. I, I'm, I'm going to say eight. I really enjoyed it. It got me yeah. really interested in. Critical and it also role. made you start watching. Yeah. It made me. It made me. In, in it made me believe in Matt Mercer again. Wow! Because <laughs> I, I told you, I yeah. liked him. I've seen him in stuff. I've seen him on Philly D. I've seen him on you know, Try Dimension Not to Laugh 20. with Smosh and yeah. Dimension Twenty. And I love him as a character, and I like everything he does. I have nothing against him. Yeah, I just wasn't a huge fan of his DMing. Yeah, this got me. This was like, okay, he can DM. Yeah, because you're like, this is the world he built. Yeah, this like, is the world. He built this world. Like, this, this is his world. And yeah, it's season campaign one for sure, a little Tolkien esque. Yeah, which is the thing I didn't like about it. Campaign two already significantly better. Mm-hmm. Still a little Tolkien esque. Yeah, I'm waiting to see how three. I don't. Plays th- out. I don't think he ever gets because he's heavily. In, he's heavily influenced by Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Like he loves that that sense what? of high fantasy. Matt <laughs> influenced by Tolkien. I didn't pick up on any Matt of that. Toothy Maul Mercer mm-hmm. yeah. is is, yep. is influenced by Tolkien. Yeah, Matt Tusk Love Terser <laughs> Mercer. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, it, it was it was very good. Okay, so so seven and a half or eight. I'll, I'll go solid eight. I'll go, go eight. solid eight. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm at a ten. Yeah, you know, of course 10. you are. Yeah. Well, I was at a nine before. I was at I was at like a also, nine point two. This before. entire season focuses on your favorite character, the Edge Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, one of my one of my one of my three favorite characters. All right, but okay. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it is my favorite arc yeah. of the stream. So I like, mean, everything was. I, I think it was a good arc to start yeah. on. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Like this was this was well planned. Yeah. Um, so and now then it gets them to remove their yeah. friend from early on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They fixed a lot of stuff. So I, I really enjoyed it. I think yeah. it was perfect. Yeah. I mean, there's not anything that I would have changed. Yeah. Even the things where I was like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, it still was dope. Yeah. So it's like you just substitute it with something yeah. really, really great. Exactly. So why not? Why, what would I have to hate against mm-hmm. it? Absolutely. But let's pivot. Let's pivot. Talk hard about pivot. Hard pivot. Hard where pivot. Are from the other very drugs fun, going? fun animation to gritty, gritty, dark, never sunny. You're telling me that the fun, fun Vox Machina full of child torture, blood and gore. So hanging much blood and from gore trees. that my... We didn't talk about the hanging yeah, from the say, sun tree. Let, let's talk about something quick before we pivot hard. This show had so much gore and like horribleness. And titties. And, and titties that <laughs> my brother's significant other had trouble watching it. It wow. was it was rough. They, they did hang two children. Yeah, it was rough yeah all right they did not it was a cartoon it was animated <laughs> but it was not a cartoon like it was yeah. it was to the to the it was grittiness of the campaign visceral thank you yeah uh so this is we're not pivoting that hard if anything we might be going a little lighter <laughs> <laughs> let's lighten it up let's to someone who up. refuses to kill the, people yeah <laughs> the new batman batman trailer which i just watched right now because i only watched the teaser before yeah now i just watched the trailer yeah. right before filming and I'm still excited. I'm super stoked. I don't think I'm as excited as I have been for other things, I'm but I'm excited. More excited now than I was when I saw the teaser. Mm-hmm. I'm more excited 
for this than I've been for uh, probably. I'm more excited for this than I've been for a DC movie in a long time. There you go. Let I was gonna say like I'm that. like multiverse of madness has no, had no, us I'm, screaming I'm, in our I'm, pants. I'm, I'm literally <laughs> semi hard 24 seven for multiverse of madness. Yeah, it's it's this is the only thing that gives me the tingles down below DC's put DC. out recently. Okay, Even the new the new Suicide Squad that came out, I liked. We did, but I wasn't excited for it. But we, yeah, we weren't excited beforehand. Yeah, we beforehand. actually our expectations were super low. Oh yeah, exactly. Going into that, this movie. I'm hoping they don't bone it. I really yeah. want it to be good. Because they have been kind of dropping the ball. Yes. They've been dropping the um, ball, especially on Batman. It? They've been well, dropping so the ball. Well, so they're kind of nailing it from what I hear with Peacemaker. I still haven't seen it. It's so good. I know, I know. And it I've just finished. Clips. The whole thing's out. The whole you thing's out. see it. So they, they kind of nailed it there. We'll have an episode on that. I'm not going to ruin it. True to DC form, they're doing better with TV and like short form media that's what, that's than their they wheelhouse. are with the big motion picture stuff. Yeah. Now this Marvel knows like, how to tell a story in two to three hours. Yeah. DC knows how to tell a story in ten hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I'm I'm kind of hoping this one's gonna be the the one that breaks that, if not breaks that cycle totally, just isn't falling into that pattern. Yeah. Because I love Robert Pattinson as Batman. I He's a great the, actor. I He's an amazing costume. actor. I love the Batmobile. Batmobile. I love, I love Catwoman. I do really like. I feel like she's in this movie a lot. She is. She's, this one. She's. This a one's lot. going full blown anti hero Catwoman. This should uh, have just been called the Bat and the Cat. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> and and you're getting um, the Riddler as the main villain, at least from what we know. And I he looks incredible. Love him. I, yeah. The, the real Riddler, by the way. Look, everyone thinks of Jim Carrey as the Riddler, and I love Jim Carrey as the Riddler because I grew he's up dope. with him. Yeah. But he's a bullshit idiot version of the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Riddler's one of the few people on scale with Batman intelligence-wise. Yes. And he's crazy smart. Yeah. And he's also incredibly OCD. Yeah. So he, like, follows certain rules about stuff. And it seems like they're playing it up to that. Yeah. To be the real the real comic book Riddler who is, yeah. at times, an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. And then at other times, a mass murderer. And they're definitely like, leaning into the mass murderer. Yeah, they are definitely like. going for the mass murderer on this yeah. one. But I like that. I want a dark Riddler. I want mm. a really kind of true to comic form Riddler. He seems like he's he's really constantly ahead of yes. the Batman. At least from the trailers. trailer. Yeah. yeah. He looks like he's the steps ahead. Now, could it Batman be a... just looks really sad because he's like, I can't figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it looks, you know, Robert Pattinson is not young, but he looks young. So maybe it's yeah. a you know, youngest. What do you think of? Now, here's, here's the important question. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Andy Serker says? Alfred. There wasn't a lot in the trailer mm-hmm. to get me excited. I think he can definitely do the job. Let me say this, because I, I I think I get your sentiment. Mm-hmm. Andy Serkis can, I think, do almost anything. He's anything. Truly amazing. He's pl- half physical of, acting, half of his, voice acting. He's, half of his film list is not even human characters. Yeah, he can yeah. do anything. He is truly amazing. That being said, I do not love him for, for Alfred. Mm-hmm. Something about him does not... Now I haven't seen him act it yet. Obviously, he's a, because he has a villain face. He yeah, he's got a villain <laughs> he's, face. He, he's got a he's villain got a face. Villain voice. <laughs> he does villain really well. Yeah, and he doesn't have the he doesn't have the the sharp British. Oh, okay, like but still like genteel man mm-hmm. kind of thing that Alfred should you. have. Like Alfred has always been a fucking savage, yeah. but polite about it. Yes, and I'm not sure he will beat you into the ground, but then just and tell bring you how you, ugly you look you, doing bring it. Bring you a towel afterwards yeah. and tell you to clean yourself up. Yeah, but he's. I don't know if he. I don't know if he's yeah. now. Maybe he will. I mean, it's Andy Serkis. We'll see. I haven't given. He's up got hope the acting solely chops. because it's Andy Serkis. Yeah. If there's anyone else before him mm-hmm. that looked like him. You'd been like, no. Nah. I'd be like, no, nah, fuck. Nah. They fucked up Alfred. <laughs> it's like they fucked this up. I'm done with this movie yeah. already. But because it's him, I'm like, okay, let's see how this goes. I also can't be too mad because, like, the fucking penguin looks dope. Oh, yeah. Mom it looks really you know dope. You know what this calls back to? This calls back to my favorite Batman movie. Mm-hmm. This has all the makings of Batman Returns. Okay. Yeah. Because it's got the penguin. It's got mm-hmm. the Riddler. Now, Batman Returns didn't have the Riddler. But it's it's gone full ensemble. Yeah. You're getting up a, a snapshot of the Batman universe. Yes. Probably very storyline. Where there's a rogues gallery. Yeah, a rogues gallery. Yeah. And or anti-hero gallery. Mm-hmm. And or whatever is going, you know, his own struggles. And, and tons I'm, of children. And I <laughs> love it. I love yeah. it. Batman Returns is the Batman I loved growing up. Yeah. I watched Batman, like Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. 
Joker, Batman. Joker, yeah. Jack Nicholson, Joker. But I loved Batman Returns, Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Penguin, mm-hmm. you know, Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman. Yeah. Um, Where she was the bomb with a whip. Oh, my God. I yeah. love the behind the scenes of she her really actually decapitating the mannequins with yeah. the whip. And everyone just being like, I can't even believe. Yeah, it's just insane. And she bows and just skips off. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah, that was my favorite Batman growing up. It was yeah. better than forever. It was better than uh, Batman and Robin <laughs> by, by like a mile and a half. Yeah. It was, you know, it was, it was, Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it was just amazing, and I like it better than the Christian Bale ones. Yeah, because it's kind of the corny. Really, the reason the Christian Bale ones were great is Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger <laughs> in in Batman Returns, Dark Knight, or Dark Knight Returns, or whatever. Yeah, was or Dark Knight. It was the Dark Knight. I yeah. can't remember names. It's today. cool. It's the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. <laughs> um, Batman Begins was the first one. Dark Knight was the second one, mm-hmm. and then Batman. Batman Returns. Batman. Was it Returns or was it Dark Knight Returns? Dark Knight Returns. Something. Whatever it is. I hated that one. Yeah, Dark, Dark Knight, Knight Rises. Rises. Thank I you, hated Kyle. that one. Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't yeah. love it. Uh, yeah. So it they were fine. They're the gritty kind of dark Batman movies that kind of brought it back into the mainstream. Going? Yeah, yeah. I get it. But uh, they're, they're, they're so serious. Yeah. Why so serious? It's almost like Heath Ledger was talking about the script. Yeah, like that one works because that one was a movie about the Joker and the Batman. Yeah, and that that worked for the super dark gritty. I don't. I did not love the super dark gritty overall. Yeah. Um, you like the stylized? I like the stylized Art Deco cart comic book. Like, which this one's not going with Art Deco, but it's going with noir. It is going noir, and I do love noir. One of my yeah. favorite Batman uh, comic arcs is like Court of Owls, which oh, is very. They've already talked about it. Uh-huh. Did you hear that? They, uh-huh. they, they were like, Pattinson said, he was like, I would really love to go up against Court of Owls. Yeah, that'd be like. I'd lose my shit. I got yeah. those at home. I yeah. read them frequently. I love I Court love of the Owls. Court of Owls. Yeah, and uh, so that'd be, a, that'd be a good one. Yeah. And that, this this kind of goes in, in that vein a little bit yeah. with that sort of styling. It looks, yeah, it looks like that's what they're so going that, that, for. I just, I think I nailed it in my head. The the Begins trilogy mm-hmm. is a Batman movie for the mainstream. It yeah. only vaguely touches on the comic book stuff. Yeah, it it is and really it changes way and it more. Changes so than much it more, on. and it is really designed for mainstream Batman mm-hmm. viewing. Yeah, this has a feel like they kind of nod to mainstream, but that they could potentially be going yeah. for the comic book vibe. Yeah, with the, the with the accurate Riddler. I will say. There's one thing that counteracts that. Okay. Bullet Sponge Batman. They're still going with Bullet Sponge Batman. Yeah. And yeah, I'm they are. Not a fan of that. It actually so, irritates the shit out of me that they keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to see Batman get shot a whole bunch. I yeah. want to see Batman never get shot. Yeah. And people being like, is this dude even real? Yeah. That's what I want. And that's what the, well, that's this trailer was missing. Isn't human. He isn't. But that trailer that was missing from this trailer. This yeah. this really looks like Batman's a juggernaut again. Yeah. And I don't want him to be a juggernaut. I want this him to be a This one is definitely gonna show Batman he's not an ninja in this, I yeah. promise you. At least from the what they've seen in the trailer, yeah. the fights we've seen. This is just look at his suit. Yeah, this is Bruiser Batman. This is yeah. now Baffleck, he was He was a ninja. ninja. He, he was, was awesome. Ninja. He had the bruiser. Yeah. He could you he, he his was great. His his is why I liked him. Yeah. He, one of his big perks to him was he was an unstoppable juggernaut that was a twinkle toes. He moved around like yes. the fucking darkness. Yeah. That's what Batman is. Batman is, for a human, an unstoppable tank that then crawls on walls and hides in the shadows. That can jump from one terrifying. corner of a room to another corner of a room yeah. like no human being can do. Yeah. You can't use your arms exactly. to jump across the room. Exactly. So Batfleck really nailed comic book Batman in that way. Yeah. I don't think this is going back into the kind of begins mm-hmm. vibe of it. Now they may also be playing him up as a younger Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I don't know. We're, I I'm hopeful that it'll be good. Yeah, I'm not. If you're gonna give your hope on what this is, like where where are you going in hope wise on a scale of one to ten? Ten being like I'm hoping this is gonna be the greatest film I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. One being like I am going in with the same that I went in with Suicide Squad. Okay, I'm I'm going in with the with the expectation that this is probably a four. Uh, okay, so you're going in with your with your you're lowering your expectations right off the bat. Now, mind you, DC has repeatedly 
curb stomped hopes, my yeah. my hopes as yeah. far as movies. Yeah. So you know, it's yeah. I don't have as much as I think this looks good, and yeah. I am excited to see it. Yeah. I my I I fully anticipate mm-hmm. I will come out of there being like. Yeah, that was okay. Like, What's funny is we don't normally agree. I completely agree with you. I'm yeah. also sitting at around a four yeah. for where my hope is. Yeah. Because I go, it looks good, mm-hmm. but I can find enough holes. Yep. And I have I've historically been disappointed enough yep. that I'm going in with a reasonable expectation. Yeah. Which is less than expecting it to even be good. Yes. Like five <laughs> is what yeah. I consider like good. Five is like normal. Like that's yeah. how that's how mm-hmm. that's how much you should want to go see a movie yeah. is a five because you're like I want it to be good. I think it's going to be good, and then it ends up being good. Yep, that's a five. Yep, we're going in expecting going in it slightly to be kind below of bad. that. Like I'm yeah. expecting it to have like stuff where I'm like, <sighs> yeah. I already know there's things I'm going to be. I already question from we're the trailer. Nitpick. Like like for instance, and I'm like, I know, I know, it's a comic book movie. I know it's a comic book movie. I know it's a comic book movie. Yeah. Before you get at me in the comments, anyone. <laughs> I know it's a comic book movie. Yeah. I get it. That being said, there is no car or metal on the planet that could take the damage we see that Batmobile take and keep going what? in that trailer You're alone. You're telling me that 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 like a like a Hemi can't can't just yeah. go through things like an Abrams. It's not made of fucking what? adamantium or whatever the the DC <laughs> the version DC of equivalent it. is. It's, okay, it's it's. I look. I get it. It's an armored Batmobile, and I yeah. love the Batmobiles and. And it's easier to believe when you look at, like, the Batman Returns Batmobile, which is yeah. clearly 100% custom built. Yeah. It's Is that all engine? No, it's probably 18 inches of armor plating <laughs> around a much smaller engine compartment. You yeah. know that's true because at this one point, the sides blow off yeah. and it still totally functions. Yeah. So that's all armor. Also, okay. there's a hook. That shoots out hook. the front. Yeah. So there's got to be at least a gun yeah. with a bunch of spool but in it. Yeah. This thing is just a really sick looking car. It's a car. It's a muscle it's a car. car. It's a it's muscle a dope car. It's a muscle car. And you know what? The Dukes of Hazard doesn't work because they broke those cars out of existence. They burned yeah. through them so fast yeah. on little tiny things. Yeah. Let alone bl- jumping through an exploding trailer or whatever ramming, it was. Ramming through what looked like flaming cars. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a car. <laughs> it's not it's not, you know, a custom deal. It's not a turbine engine like yeah. the Batman Returns Batmobile. It's not a flying car from Batman uh Beyond. Beyond. It's not it's not even the Bat Tank from from Begins. Batman Begins or yeah. Batfleck. It's a car and it's doing stuff that I don't think a car can do. Yeah. I know I'm going to have problems it's with it when I see it. suspension of disbelief. I, it's a <laughs> lot of suspension of disbelief. It's a lot. It's like a challenger, I think. Yeah, yeah I it's guess. Like... It is. It's, 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 I don't know. It looked like a, yeah, like a Camaro or a challenger or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's something along those they, lines. They like, took the frame of a, from, from like a 67 Camaro and then just armored the shit out of it and yeah. clearly gave it a different engine. Honestly, and clearly I, gave like it different it, I like it more than I liked the Tumblr. Oh, I think it's fucking sexy yeah i think it's probably gonna be awesome yeah i'm already gonna have problems with what they're gonna have it do yeah yeah just from scientific points yeah and once again don't come at me in the comments i know it's a it's a comic book movie or i get it i get it yeah yeah i got you i got you so you can find us wherever you find your podcast but the best place to do so is on our website rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com that it is and you can find all of our shows Love it. Love it. You can find all of our shows. You can listen to this one. You can listen to Dark Rum. You can listen to Rum Runners. You can listen to the uh, the Infinite Universe podcast, as well as all the shows we distribute. Like? like be sure to check out our buddy, my friend and yours, Chunkus Cast. There you go. Uh, also, uh, I know this. Hold on. It's on the tip of my tongue, but it's it's one of those tongue twisters for me. Uh, ha- it's not Haswa Sunfire. It's uh, Ako... Senpai? Ako Bako? What? Uh, no, senpai? You got the first word. Uh, it's Senpai Oat... oat- Kohai. Kohai Senpai. Senpai nope. Kohai. Why do you always want to like I, flip it? I am so... This name is... I can't do it. It's Senpai Kohai Podcast. Senpai Kohai Podcast. And... I got nothing. You have to watch this podcast. You What you podcast have, is you it? You have to watch this podcast. What podcast, Jared? You have to watch Jared, this. Jared, I'm asking you what I have you to watch. You gotta watch this. Jared, please. You what podcast do I have to watch? This. Please, just tell me what podcast I have to watch. This podcast. It's a podcast called You Have to Watch This Podcast. <laughs> yes. Please be sure to check that out. <laughs> Follow us on... I love, I love that gag. Old school. So good. Who's it's, on who's first, on what's first, on yeah. second. Yeah. So you can follow us on uh, Instagram and also Twitter at Talk Shonen. 
Make sure to go over and follow our partners uh, on Facebook at Times Live Radio Studios. Um, and make sure if you are in the Lehigh Valley, around the Lehigh Valley, or coming to the Lehigh Valley, if you want to know where to eat, watch the Lehigh Valley Food Podcast for delicious stuff. Hopefully not. <laughs> Turtles got to go not get a ticket. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> 